Hey everyone and welcome to a new episode of Reviews and Booze. We're your hosts, I'm Harold Deckett, and with me is always Andrew Miranda. hey We have a great show for you today. We're going to be discussing games that we've been playing and, well, mostly what I've been playing and uh, ones that we're looking forward to and, you know, what it's like to be a parent while gaming. Um, But the big part of our episode, and we're so excited for, is to talk about the new Suicide Squad movie on HBO Max. Yes, and it is beautiful. (laughs) Yes, but before all that, of course, Andrew, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, tonight I'm keeping it a little bit basic, and I'm just dabbling with a good old-fashioned shock top. There we go. little citrus, little wheat, that's, little mohawk. Yeah, it's that's, delicious. That's one of your go-tos, shock it top. It is one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, I know. Never done you, me wrong. I know. You You normally go Blue Cans, Sam Adams. I love Blue Can. I, I, I like a few Sam Adams. I love yeah. Blue Moon. Oh, I yeah. love every variation of shock top and i wish they would bring back the pretzel wheat beer i don't know why they don't do it there's a cult following for this freaking beer pretzel <clears throat> what, what is this oh you've never had the pretzel wheat i've never had the pretzel wheat no oh jesus uh, just imagine you know that smell when you open a bag of pretzels that like buttery uh, weedy smell yes yes put that in a beer and shut up and drink it oh. it's delicious <laughs> but they just won't bring it back there's well, literally what, what, was like, it like a limited time release or something like that? I think it was like they just said, "Hey, let's get creative. Let's put out a limited release mm-hmm. and let's just go with it." And then people fucking loved it, but they won't bring it back. That's odd. Do you think that it, maybe some stores still have it because there's no, like there's no like candy. Have, they haven't they um, have well, if they do have it, you don't want to drink it. Well, I mean like so in certain areas of the world and the United States, like some products still are like a thing. Yes. Like different flavored chips that. are really good <laughs> in Mississippi. So maybe like you check in some other states and they'll have it, then you can just get it imported and, and send no, it over they to just you. don't make it at all anymore. Well, that's <clears throat> that that sucks. Well, I'll call up Shock Top and we'll see what we. There can was do. such a hype for it when it first came out. Yeah. And I was actually traveling cross country and I pulled up my phone and I was like, oh, shock top honey wheat uh, pretzel finder. And I found it in the airport. I almost missed my connecting flight <laughs> so I can go get a pint of this freaking beer. Hey, if it's that good, and you gotta do it. It was worth it. <laughs> but you, you like finished your drink and then had to run over to the flight. Oh, I literally had to run to one end of the airport to get to the beer. Mm-hmm. Then to go back to the same pot, spot that I came from to get to my flight. Well, but it's I, worth I, it. I support it your I support your dedication when it when it comes to that. So <laughs> I wish they bring it back. Shock top, figure it out. Bring Shock. it back. Yeah, I um, it's not that hard. Yeah, you know, I, I'll be on the lookout for it if it's released maybe in the fall or something with shock top. It, it Just, won't. <laughs> well, it won't. I can yeah. tell you that right now. <laughs> Uh, the Shock Talk Twitter is one of the few brands' Twitters that will really engage with their fans. Yeah. And every single day I see someone like, pretzel wheat, pretzel wheat, and they say, nope, nope, keep it moving. Oh, geez. I don't get it. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. But, well, that you sucks. Know, wishful thinking. <laughs> sucks to be um, you. <laughs> but what are you dabbling with this evening? Oh, yeah, I mean, I love I love this this brand and I love this name. It's called Tropical Bitch Belgian IPA. <laughs> it's <All right. laughs> it's from Flying Flying Dog Brewery 
It's uh, uh an flying eight, dog makes some good stuff. It's another eight percenter. You know, there it's, you go. Can't do anything else. It's it's made with uh, guava, pineapple, some tangerine. Um, it's got the hops and the sweets and um, well, hops and guava. Psh, that's all you, bub. I, I yeah, I know, I know. That's all me. We've discussed this multiple times. That <laughs> yeah. I'm the, I'm the IP guy, and you're the non-ipa guy i'm, I'm trying I'm to get an people american lager like kind of gal <laughs> i'm trying to get a lot more people on ipas they keep getting shit on because they don't believe that anyone actually likes ipa in the hops well, but the problem I is do. i'm not going i'm never going to be in a scenario where i'm going to drink one beer it's just not going to happen i drink too fast so well, if I, mean, I drink three can, ipas yeah then my throat just tastes like soy sauce and the whole night's ruined and i hate myself the next day so i just don't do it yeah, well, I mean, it's if I go to a, a bar or a restaurant, it's a great beer because you can have it throughout your entire meal versus, like, getting a bud and downing it with every bite that you take. You know what I mean? Well, if so facto, they're <laughs> delicious and refreshing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I get you. <laughs> I will get you on board with an IPA. You come up here and visit. And we'll go out to some breweries. I'll get you on board. You'll come back with the growler or whatever you 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 need. And you oh, know, growler! You, I have not heard that term in a while. You'll get the whole family on board with, with IPAs, and then you'll be that stuck-up guy that goes to a uh, goes to a bar and says, <laughs> what, "What kind of craft do you have on tap?" And they go, "What do you mean craft? We have and Sam go, Adams." Oh, here we go with this guy with his freaking fancy glasses and his flannel shirt. Hey, I Here own we n- go. I own none of those. So I mean, I'm, you own all of those four eyes. <laughs> well, to, 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 just to put a little context here, I am drinking an IPA right now, no glasses on, with a Grogu shirt from the Mandalorian. So, Jesus, that's what it's come down to. I don't need a flannel to enjoy an IPA, and neither do AKA you, <laughs> Baby Yoda. Baby AKA Yoda. Disney knows how to market to people. <laughs> just make baby everything baby everything well he is uh super super adorable and he looks good he looks good on my chest right now on the on the shirt so i'm, I'm gonna tell you what i saw one of uh one of the most hated characters in the world the other day but baby tized he was adorable with jar jar Binks. baby jar jar Binks. Yes. <laughs> called it called it. <laughs> baby yes. jar jar Binks. i can see it being cute Actually. Oh my God! His floppy ears, his eyes. He said, "Mista, mista." Well, what I'm going to do? Ja, ja, what I'm going to do is I'm going to post a picture of Baby Jar Jar Binks on our Instagram, and see if uh, people think that he is cute. Versus They're just going to look at it and say, "Kill it now! Kill it with fire, please." <laughs> um. Yeah, let's go ahead Make and get dead. <laughs> let's go ahead and get into some some gaming stuff. Um, the meat and potatoes. Uh, the meat and potatoes here. I I know that um, I finally got a PS5 after sixteen Flex. months of you know looking Delivery for this thing and, and, and waiting and waiting and and trying to order and not getting it. I finally got it, and I have been kind of nonstop with trying new games, trying PS5 exclusives, um, and... And uh, platinuming. Oh, I... I Howard pl- is yeah. a platinum fiend. I am a trophy hunter. I will do... If, if, if a game is like you have to play for 100 hours to get all the gold coins in this one area, I will do that and be happy about it. Just because I love to get every bit 
out of my games. Nerd. If I <laughs> if I spent seventy if I spent seventy dollars on a game, I'm putting a hundred hours in, doing every single side quest, every uh, talk to every NPC, get every oh, loot. God. Talking to those the... NPCs, I hate that. <laughs> well, that that's they're always that's so generic, and it's just like okay, I could do so much more with my time than stand here and talk to this fictitious character. Well, that's that's what I do, and I um I love it. But I know not not a lot of people like try for trophies. They can really care less and just play the game and then take the disc out and then move on. But hmm. I'm not done. S- sounds Sorry. a lot like somebody that I know, <laughs> aka me. You talk, look it in the mirror. Yeah, I know. I am a campaign slut. I will do the campaign and that's it. Well, what was the what was the last campaign <clears throat> that you played? Um. Well, I'm still in the midst of uh, cyberpunk. Oh my god! Every once in a while, yeah. I, <laughs> every once in a while, I try to I try to get past that briefcase, and it just keeps telling me to go fuck myself. I thought you were done so, with cyberpunk, and you you no, move on to something I else. Play the game. I want to play the game. No, I actually haven't played a new any new games recently. Um, no, I've just been fortniting. I know everyone's gonna hate me. Well, I mean, um, Fortnite and Call of Duty are Call of Duty su- yes. super easy games to just hop in and hop out because obviously we yes. we've talked and heard your daughter on on air um, a few yes. times, but when it's easier. A lo- the listeners out there know when you have a child, you'll get like a 35, 40 minute block where you're like, all right, I play a game, and it's not fun to like, all right, where did I pick up or where did I leave off last time? Where do I got to pick up? Or I can just have fun and just jump into one game for thirty minutes. And then it's over. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like especially if you're playing something like Cyberpunk, where Ugh. you go into a cutscene and the cutscene is ten minutes, and you're like, "Well, that oh eats God. up all the my time." Scenes exactly. The cutscenes are so long, and then if you skip it, you're like, "Where the hell am I? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> yeah. I was in a red room, and now I'm on space. What is going on?" Yeah, it, it's hard to skip cutscenes like that, but it's also hard when you're constrained with time. To get yes. one of those games in, so Fortnite and Call of Duty, any of those, you know, battle royale type games are a lot easier yes. to hop even, into. Even Madden, I can I can get in a game of Madden here and there. No, yes. uh, no big deal. I'm pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah. I I know you are. I saw you playing Madden today. Uh, yeah, I, I I saw you. <laughs> I saw you. <laughs> I don't you get a game I, in, yeah. in between recording episodes. Yeah, I don't I don't play Madden at all. I don't really play any sport games. I have MLB the Show and. <laughs> I have like this tennis game that was free on uh, oh, PS yes. Plus. I was gonna, I was gonna download that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it is what it is. It's just I don't really play them. I I'm a more of a uh, a campaign guy, and I'm a very big puzzle game. Any, oh, I any love of those me games. a good, I love me a good campaign and puzzle game. But it's just with a kid, you know, they're you don't want to get into a four hour mystery when she's napping for an hour, and it's like all right. Uh, let me just play two games of Call of Duty and then yeah, yeah, get, get drunk. You. Yeah. <laughs> um, but your your daughter has been introduced to the gaming world, right? She has. And I'll tell you what. She's 3.5, a.k.a. 3.5, and, and I'm thoroughly impressed. She. Uh, what does she play? No, not granted, it's nothing spectacular. <laughs> uh, she plays she's playing, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Uh, uh, no, she's playing... Uh, <laughs> Paw Patrol, uh, paws go. on a roll, or whatever it is. 
pause and on a roll? I think that's exactly what it's called. It's Paw Patrol, and then there's some kind of little subtitle. Okay, nice. But it's 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 definitely made for uh, infants, not infants, um, uh, toddlers. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't expect and like Paw, Paw Patrol, G, uh, Grand Theft Auto oh, no. edition. You're like, oh, I'm cool. sorry. <laughs> yes. Here we go. No, not not Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> uh, no, it's called Paw Patrol on a roll. There we go. And it's just it's a simple side scroller where you can't die and there's no falling to your death or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of crazy though because she's got a you know there's jumps and catching uh, pup treats and golden pup treats yep. and double jumps. There we go. And I mean, you got to start would, somewhere, so you do. And it's basically, I would say, one and a half steps below Super Mario World. You know, that same kind uh, yeah. of side-scrolling business. Yeah, yeah. It's probably updated graphics, right? Oh, the graphics are lovely. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a PS4 game, yeah. so it's nothing uh, too shabby. Mm-hmm. So, but it's uh, it's crazy that someone at that age can just pick up a controller and be like, oh, oh okay, I got to go left. I got to go right. I got to double jump. I got to use square to get this freaking little drill out. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what is going on here? So do you think... With this introduction to yes. gaming, she is going to start gaming in the future when she's a little older. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Is, um, I already feel like this could be like a thing that we do, like a little bonding thing of playing games and whatnot. There we go. I know it's kind of nerdy, but it's it's very heartwarming when she's like, Daddy, can you help me? I'm too yiddle. I can't do it. And I'm like, <laughs> like okay, yes, uh, you can do it. You're just standing underneath the rock, so you can't jump above the rock. Now figure it out. Yeah, well, I don't want to do that because no, <laughs> she's don't. young and cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's don't, usually don't uh, all puppy dog eyes, and she's like, "Daddy, mm-hmm. help!" I so, can't say no. Yeah, I mean, you know, when we were growing up, we didn't have like the simple no, Paw Patrols. Not. We had like Mario sixty four. Get into it and don't get killed by Bowser. Bye. And we and we also did not have video games when we were three. I mean, it, we just didn't. Uh, yeah, I know there, yeah, there was uh, what was it, the regular NES? The, but, yeah, the uh, NES came out, yeah, but I didn't have that. No, and three. obviously, we didn't have a, um, a PlayStation when I, I got introduced to PlayStation in the late 90s with like Crash Bandicoot and on the PS1 and Spyro and all those guys, but I wasn't three years old playing Crash Bandicoot. I was uh, almost you know, ten. I take that back. We did have Super Nintendo in our heyday. No, I mean we didn't. I didn't have it. So that's yeah. The, I mean yeah. it was there, but we just didn't have it because yeah. that came out November 21, nineteen ninety. Oh, um, right around right around our births. Right after. Yeah, we go. Um, I feel like I probably played that first when I was like six or seven, though. Yeah, I do remember playing it, but I never owned it so i definitely played it over someone else's like playing donkey kong country or aladdin aladdin lion king (laughs) yeah those those like side scrollers aladdin you know they make aladdin and lion king for ps4 now yeah it's a bundle you can buy it yeah yeah i looked at the uh amazon reviews like the pictures oh god the graphics are horrible oh yeah they don't up the graphics at all they're just like oh "Oh, this is this is the old one yeah they don't even make it like they don't even up at the widescreen. They just have like the standard, um, not widescreen. I forget what it's called. Oh, and they just do yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. a a border around the sky, the side. Oh, just like a black border, and you're like, you can't fit my 65 inch TV. 
What, what is uh, this? Basically, it's like a purple Lion King kind of thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god. Yeah. But so, I do think, I mean, video games aren't going anywhere anytime soon. And I, no. I hate to say this because I know there's so many people that are like, oh, don't let kids play video games because you make them fat. But I feel like it definitely enhances their intellectual abilities. Like well, their hand-eye coordination, their thinking, their thought process. Well, video video games won't make you fat nor lazy. Well, it's, it's just the fact that you sit there for 12 hours. Oh, well, yeah. but what, AKA me at 15. <laughs> but what you're also doing is you have like good hand-eye coordination. You're learning um, a new skill. You have a hobby. You're happy. It's muscle memory. And you, you make friends. And there's a whole range of things that video games can bring. Also, there's stories oh, yeah. that are in games that are not in movies or books that uh, no, definitely know, not. people don't get a, get to experience. Like if you play Red Dead Redemption 2, like if you had like a week and you played that game, it's a whole oh, new story God. that you didn't get to experience like on just like on, on a movie. So uh, video games can spark all this joy that, you know, other things really can't. They definitely can. Like, whenever she gets the golden paw treat or whatever it's called, she just lights up like a, I don't, a kid on Christmas morning. She's like, Daddy, yuck! I got the paw treat! I got the golden one! Oh, yeah. When, when, like, you, oh. when you beat a boss, you get, like, a golden whatever <clears throat> in a video game when you're young. That's definitely something to boost your confidence. And you're like, oh, yeah, maybe oh, I yeah. can do this. Like, oh, I was struggling, but I I finally got it. And I still get that. If I play any Dark Souls and I, like, beat the boss, I'm, like, in the air jumping. I'm like, oh, my God, finally, <laughs> six hours of grinding, and I finally did it. But I feel like a sense of accomplishment. And, and sure, that seems silly in my 30s, but it's no, better it's, than, like, oh, I got my taxes done on time. Thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Now, I will say that it is a huge confidence boost when you hit those milestones in a video game. Yep. But uh, she hit one of those milestones, and I thought to myself, you know what? She's ready. She's ready to take on first person. Oh, yeah. Or third, per- third person. Yeah. Third person, sorry. There, I mean, there, there are she, a lot of games out there for her age, or even well, a little above that she I can went, handle. I went way past her age. <laughs> <laughs> she has also been taking a huge huge liking to spider-man lately well i mean is it so, the new one like miles morales uh no like just the cartoon the old oh, cartoon from oh, like the okay. 90s yeah, yeah yeah so i thought i'm gonna blow her little toddler mind and i'm gonna let her play the spider-man game for ps5 oh yeah you can well, just kind of like run around and web yeah, sling that's what and, i thought yeah well <laughs> oh no well <laughs> she just wanted to push that right thumbstick straight up in the air Mm-hmm. And then she would just look straight up in the air and walk around in a circle. You know what? And uh, that's wasn't the way to quite do it. ready yet. Well, oh yeah, yeah. I don't expect her to like go out and she's like, all right, I'm just going to tackle this mission, Dad. Um, <laughs> I'll see you in an hour. But so yeah. So basically, basically, what ended up happening was I was like, all right, I'm going to handle the controller as a whole, and you just handle the directional stick. So I was doing the jumping and web slinging, and she was just looking mm-hmm. left or right, basically. <laughs> well, yeah, that, I mean that's cute. That's a nice little like bonding for you guys. It was, and then that lasted like eight minutes, and then she was like, "Daddy, I want to do it by myself." And I, I let her, I let her try. She failed, and she goes, "I want to go play with Tabby, my tablet." And you're <laughs> like, you know what? 
You know, I was go like, ahead. all right, go ahead. All right, just uh, <laughs> okay. Do you want ice cream too? Just break my heart, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's there is a game for the PlayStation that my wife and I have been playing. It's called It Takes Here it Two. Comes. It Takes Two. Oh, and no one thought you were gonna say. Oh, you thought I was gonna say a horror game. No, I thought you were going to say Bugsnacks. Oh, no, I was playing that by myself. Bugsnacks is a totally different <laughs> discussion. Great game. Very dark towards the end. But anyways, um, It Takes Two is a multiplayer. It's a two-person game for the PS5. And the difference is it's a full game that's two-player. It's not a Call of Duty. It's not a racing game. It's like split screen. You both have different powers. And you have to get through this puzzle. And the gist of the story is... You're a couple that is going through the stages to get a divorce, and your child really doesn't want you to get a divorce. I don't. I don't like this game. This well, sounds like a bad <laughs> marriage. Well, the <laughs> thing is, is that they are just really not communicating. They're not um, working together, and when they, the daughter basically turns them into toys, and so they are forced to learn, communicate, and work together for a common goal and to get back to their daughter. And we're about maybe 20% into the game and it's a ton of fun. And I think that's something like, obviously besides the story, I think that's another game for like later on in your daughter's life that you both can play together because it's not like a, like not, not a racing game. Like what I was saying, it's like an actual, yeah, it's not crash bandicoot racing. Yeah, exactly. And Diddy Kong racing. Yeah. And my wife, she's, she isn't great, but she's, learning the controls and we're having a lot of fun. Like we're laughing when we both can't get a puzzle right or, you know, we're, you know, fighting a boss together. This frog racing section looks pretty sweet. This frog riding section. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. The game, the game is, it it looks stunning. It's a lot of fun and that's what we've been playing. And it's got pretty good reviews on my end over here on the internet. Yeah. And it's going to break out a new, um, not a genre because it's always been a genre, but new games coming out that are two player like this because there's not a lot right now because growing up there was a ton, but now it's like first person and battle Royale and online mode, but there's rarely any split screens. Yeah. But so you play at the same time, correct? Hence the split screen. Yeah. We both play at the same time. And I I think you're right. I feel like there's not too many games right now where it is like completing one mission at the same time that's not an online multiplayer royale kind of thing exactly and that's what makes this game so great is because it brings it brings my wife and i together when we play and it's a lot of fun because like she's not going to want to play call of duty or fortnite or any racing uh, game no, or stuff like no, that she's not she's, she's a sims kind of gal <laughs> yeah but she gets to control the um the character and she has like her own um, special gun or her own special move set that's different from mine so like i have to rely on her for certain obstacles and i don't know it's it's a lot of fun uh, and okay eventually that makes sense yeah I gotcha. eventually you'll uh you'll get there with um <clears throat> with your daughter and i think that'd be really cool one day maybe one day as she says she goes maybe one day i can do fill in the blank and then it's like maybe one day i can climb the statue it's like okay <laughs> well yeah but you guys don't want to be playing paw patrol forever which you won't uh no i definitely don't i'm already done with it i'm pretty sure she's beat the whole game by now and i'm just afraid what happens after that because then she's gonna want the new one that's 70 bucks well now you can platinum the game 
So I'll run you yeah. through the I'll run you through the roadmap. We'll we'll get those trophies. Yeah, I tried I tried to oh, if you platinumist level and you get every single dog bone, then I'll give you a popsicle. And she just ran through the level and was like, Okay, I beat it. Where's my popsicle? I'm like, all right, well, you you missed hundred and forty seven <laughs> dog bones. So Um Oh it's so it's then, it's just like Crash Bandicoot because I didn't want to give her a dog bone or a popsicle. It's just like Crash Bandicoot if you miss boxes. Oh like at the God, end of the level, just slap in the face. Oh <laughs> yeah, like you beat the whole level and then you're just like, oh, I missed one box, and you're like, that's the problem with trophy hunting is you go back and you're like, I missed one box, god damn it, and you have to go through it again, but slower this time to try to I find. Actually, everything. just downloaded all the Crash Bandicoots the other day, and I was playing in it, and I forgot about that and the Booga Ball, Booga Ball. Oh yeah, it's when you hit the little box. The game is <laughs> the game is hard. Like oh, it's hard. It's fun. But oh yeah, it's, it's so yeah. The dimensional aspect of it makes it kind of hard because it's I don't know, it's not like really up to 21st century standards, like if that makes sense. Wait, which ones are you playing? The first three? Uh 1, 2 and 3. Oh, okay. The the insanity like yes. bundle. Yeah. Yes. I um I am one trophy away from each of those. From oh getting the God. from from getting the platinum trophy in each, I just can't get the platinum relic for the time trial oh. in God. like in like certain certain levels. But eventually, I'll get them and maybe one day and get three platinums out of it. I just beat the fourth <laughs> the fourth Crash Bandicoot that came out. Um, Nerd. Last year, I didn't platinum it, but I I beat the game. It was a lot of fun. It was so much harder than the first three. So. I, I digress, and uh, <laughs> we won't talk about too much Crash Bandicoot. But what we yes, will Bandicoot talk. <laughs> but what we will talk about for the remaining uh, half of the episode here is something that I never thought I would be this excited to talk about. You and me both, brother man. Never you and me both. Never in a million years. Uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad came out on HBO Max this week. And oh my god, was this fire emoji? This was so much fun, and like I, it wasn't I, even. I mean, it was a phenomenal movie, but it was just such a fun ride. Like there was oh, nothing. There, there was no two minute span where I wasn't entertained. No, like right from the get go. Like your initial thoughts during that opening scene before the credits. Were you kind of like confused yes. of what's going to happen? I was. I was like, well, okay, well, well, what's going on here? Well, what's because, happening? Right, because like, okay, spoiler alerts for anyone who hasn't watched the movie. We're going to get into some heavy spoilers here. But right in the beginning of the Close movie. Close the episode now. <laughs> yeah, come back after you watched it. Um, but when the opening scene starts and they're just like getting shot at and like, Captain Boomerang dies and Javelin dies. Oh, you meant that opening scene? Yeah, that oh, opening I think, scene. I thought you meant the very, very opening scene. <laughs> which one? Which one? That is the very. very I thought you meant uh, with Bird with uh, Michael Rooker. Oh no, I thought you were was, saying the oh, opening scene. Oh no, I'm talking about like <laughs> the part where they go oh, and be yes, a Suicide yes, Squad when uh, Amanda Waller sends him into action and they just get fucking pummeled. I was not expecting that. No, neither was I. I actually texted you and said, I was not expecting the whole cast to die in the first 10 <laughs> seconds of the movie. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was like a <clears throat> like a poke at the original Suicide Squad. 
that came out. Because like most no, of well, like yes. so, some of those characters just like died off. They're like, oh, dead, and continue on with these other characters that are like on the other side of the beach right now. And that is literally also what I was telling you that this is like the perfect idea for a soft reboot where they can just take pretty much the entire first cast of the movie and then take the two characters that the fans loved and just pop them over to a new movie by killing off everyone else. (laughs) Yeah. It was literally killing off everyone else. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get into some of the, the characters, but how do you like, like right from the get go, did you get the same feeling of "Mm, this doesn't feel like a DC movie? Like right away. Yes. That is exactly what I felt like. I felt like this was not, not quite a Marvel movie, but just a, like a fun, lighthearted, uh, funny R-rated war movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, like it, it just had that vibe. Uh, it, it didn't have any Martha vibes. There was no Krypton oh vibes. God. Yeah, we won't talk about Martha at all. But well, <laughs> we. <laughs> you gotta I, save Martha. I don't want to. You say her name. I don't. I don't want to talk no, about Martha. None of that. But bringing on a Marvel director of with James Gunn, who directed Guardians of the Galaxy one and two. And having him take over the Suicide Squad was such a genius play. Like, well done for for getting that like, type of director involved. You clapping right now? Like, what more could they <laughs> ask for? Like, it was uh, ever everyone, not just you and I, have been bashing DC and just saying like, oh, their movies are too dark. Yep, they're not funny. They're not fun. Uh, aside from Shazam, because we're both on record of saying that movie was awesome and oh, entertaining. Yeah, Shazam has the same feel as this movie. Yeah, Shazam has the same exact feel. Like, it's kind of serious, but it's not too serious, but it's dark, but it's not too dark. It, it, knows, that, it knows that it's a superhero movie. It, yes. It's not taking itself <laughs> so goddamn seriously as the other ones. Exactly. I mean, some superhero movies should be taken seriously, I, I guess. Like, I, mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe The Watchmen at that can be taken seriously well i mean like if you're well into a series of the certain movie like i don't know you can't do a goofy infinity wars or endgame no no no, you can't but there are some characters that can have that you know comedic value like peter quill or thor stuff like that but But i feel like up for the vast majority of the dc eu the vast majority has just been like Dark, gritty, dum 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 dum. Yeah, like I like can't flee yeah. laying down on the base. Like the, this the, one, mm-hmm. flee laying down on the base with his penis. <laughs> but this, <laughs> that's a callback to last episode. Oh uh, yeah. But this was just, it was goofy but entertaining and viable and believable and action packed. And Jesus Christ, John Cena is eating all the protein. <laughs> possibly steroids yeah let's let's dive into some of these characters jesus because i think that every single one of these characters was so good in there and the actors that they chose for each one is perfect 100 percent perfect decision on every single person down to whoever fucking played weasel which was just such a throwaway character. It was, <laughs> it was so much fun just to see that. Is, is this a dog? What kind I of dog is this? <laughs> was extremely. I actually texted you like eight seconds into the movie and said, "What the f is this weasel thing?" Mm-hmm. That is a, a nightmare fuel. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I, I want to look up why James Gunn decided to put that character in there. But, like, we'll, we'll discuss the end credits. But Well, he's still alive. Spoiler yeah, alert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is still perfect. No matter what movie she's in. The old Suicide Squad, Birds of Prey. This movie. Okay, she's this is where perfect. I'm going to slightly differ. Really? Yes. So, I... She's a beautiful lady, and I like looking at her performances. But her in the original Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey annoyed the living shapoop out of me. Well, what about this this movie? I effing loved her. <laughs> that's that's what I'm it saying. It was like, like it's it was like night and day. Well, it was also it a, a like, different director with more yes, power the, than the studio. I was feel offering. like the first Suicide Squad. And I t- I've told you like five times, I tried to get through Birds of Prey and I just, I tried it like three or four times and mm-hmm. I hated it. Yeah. And the first Suicide Squad, she just felt like extremely awkward and extremely forced and I, I didn't like it. Well, they wanted to but showcase this... Jared Leto as Joker a lot more. Than... Oh, we're going to get into that later. <laughs> but yes. Um, but this one, I, oh, I loved it. She was a one-woman wrecking crew. I women yep, empowerment. I agree. Go for it. <laughs> I I also like the fact because Harley Quinn is a character so interesting, and you really got to see it in this movie where, like, when Javelin dies in the beginning, and she, he gives the javelin to her, and he's like, "Take this," and she's like, "Why? Why?" And then exactly. He, and then he dies, and she starts slapping him. She's like, "Why the fuck do I need this? Tell me." And you're just like. Harley Quinn is so soft and caring, but at the end of the day, she's like a badass, a badass, and and murdersome. Yeah, she like doesn't care, and it's just hilarious of how she can like flip flop. And you think she's on your side, and no, not really. She's just kind of all kind of to herself. It's 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 a perfect mix. I loved it. It really was. I also really loved uh, Idris Elba as Bloodsport. Oh my god! I am a yeah. Talk about huge someone else. Idris Elba fan. Talk about someone else who's uh, a snack on, oh, on the screen. Snacks. <laughs> I've always said it. If that Id- accent. If Idris. Jesus. If the rumors were correct and Idris Elba was going to be the next Bond, I was going to be so happy because I can see him as Bond. I could too. He'd be like, "My name is Bond, right? James Bond." Right. He has the look. He has and the accent. He can be an action star. His biceps. Oh my god! It was perfect, but. His role, like, really kept the squad down to earth. Yes, he did. You know, he wasn't goofy I, at I all. Like he, he wasn't over the top. He basically took over for Will Smith as, like, the leader yes. for the movie. Because, like, Deadshot was the leader in the last one. Like, mm-hmm. su- if so facto, pseudo-leader. And I don't know if it was, like, a contract thing or, like, he just didn't want to be in it or what was going on but i'm sure they would have taken him to be in this movie so they just went all right let's get another guy oh yeah will smith wasn't bad in the original no he wasn't bad at all i actually enjoyed him in the original and uh it was extremely similar because i'm pretty sure will smith wanted to help his daughter in the original uh yeah elbow wanted to help his daughter yeah well they can't deviate it can't be like a (laughs) super direct sequel on a totally crazy backstory i know but it's not the it's not the same character it's a different yeah yeah different character at all yeah um but But yeah it it was perfect everything about him yeah 
Um, I mean, we can go down the list. I know John Cena, as you say, Jeez, literally got he's thighs for arms. Yeah, yeah, his peacemaker Jeez. was also a great Jesus. choice. Like right in the beginning of the movie where he's like this like boy scout and like raising his hand and taking notes. I'm like, man, this oh, guy, this guy God. is perfect for this role. <laughs> when he raised his hand, it was like, so starfish is slang for butthole. Should we be looking for that too? <laughs> and then everyone just looks at her. Way yeah. too hard. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. My dogs looked at me and they're like, what the fuck is this guy laughing at? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so good. He's, he was a little douchey. Um, and uh, yes, it's yes, I mean, obviously very. that that was that was the role, and he was a perfect guy for it. I love John Cena, like I think he has uh, great comedic timing. He does. I'm gonna be honest though. When I first saw him as Peacemaker, I was like, that costume looks absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and this mm-hmm. is gonna be stupid and silly. And then I watched the movie, and I was <laughs> like, you know what? I, I want one myself. That's what I'm gonna be for Halloween with the little girl arms. yeah uh the outfit was it out of all the outfits on the um in the movie that one looked closest to or like how a comic book artist would design a costume you know what i mean yeah i could see that it had that like drastic color variation throughout it and and like a shiny helmet that he really did oh that helmet was (laughs) aggressive yeah um but yeah, him has a like in this new whatever like wrestlers becoming movie stars. He is really good at like keeping a straight face and then just saying wild lines. Has this big guy? I think that's you know honestly, if you were to say those lines out of like an, like me or you, like an average looking Joe, I don't think they'd work. No, it would, it would just be like a regular a, joke. But it's just such a huge human being. Mm-hmm. keeping a stern angry face and then saying a silly line that you're like <laughs> like that's that's funny yeah um yeah. but that's like where i think the difference between the rock and john cena because the rock is such a powerhouse in action movies and sure he has one-liners but like when john cena has these one-liners these are more serious he he is so it's so good and um i forget the other movie that he was in was it train wreck did you see that? I yes, I did see that. Where he oh, was, God. where he was in the in the uh, movie audience, and, yes. and someone was yelling at him, and he's like, <laughs> he's talking about like um, just like making out with them and doing butt stuff, and the guy's like, "What are you talking to me?" He's like, "I'll take you out back right now, and I'll and I'll f you in the butt." And you're like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Dead serious." And yes. <laughs> I'm like, "How is anyone keeping a straight face right now?" Um, yeah, but he's he's great as uh, Christopher Smith, uh, peacemaker in this. But he was. I really had. This is one of those movies where I'm pretty sure I even told you when I saw the first trailer. I was like, "That looks stupid. That is stupid DC doing their stupid DC thing." Mm-hmm. And now here I am. I'm a freaking fanboy. Well, that's I a, love that, that. That's okay. Poke it out, man. I thought it was stupid. Look at him. He's a freaking hero. Oh my god! He's actually a superhero. So pun uh, intended. Yeah, pun intended. So, <laughs> do you know why he was in the movie? I um, polka dot man yeah. or David Dashkolmashian, no, whatever his name is. No polka dot man. Uh, no. So he the reason why he's in the movie was because James Gunn Googled worst DC character. Yeah, right. And well. de- and decided to put him <laughs> in there and then revamp his backstory, which his backstory is so 
weird and ridiculous of how like I, he keeps seeing his mom <laughs> everywhere. I will say that was one of my favorite parts of the entire oh, movie. Oh my god, where his mom takes over the body of each character of the Suicide Squad, including yes, <laughs> yes, including uh, King see, Shark. <laughs> you see, King Shark is his fat mom, and then Peacemaker <laughs> is his fat mom with the flabby arms. No offense to that actress lady, but and then towards the end when. Like it's just his mom is destroying the city. Oh my god! That and was she's just like so good. <laughs> and Idris Elba's like, "Look, it's your mom!" And he's like, <laughs> he turns around and he's like, "All right, let me take care of this." Uh, oh god, but, that that was that was moving. That's that's towards the trail end of the movie. So I guess we can get there later. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there later. But um, polka dots. Polka Dot Man's character was just weird. Like, were you kind of creeped out it, when he, they were like camping overnight? And his face was all contorted and like about to explode. I was like, "What in the shit is going on here?" It's kind of creeping me out. And then he like expelled the polka dots. Like, if if people listening don't is know it, who Polka Dot Man is, he's like this it, guy. It, he, if I don't release the dots two times a day, mm-hmm. I I'm gonna explode. I was like, "All right, that sounds like some weird euphemism for slamming on yourself." <laughs> but okay, yeah. But he he basically just like shoots polka dots at people. And that's what he does. And they make a few jokes about Polka that. Polka dots that explode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, like, eats through, like, steel and fabric and everything like that. But it was just a weird character. But, like, it, it works. It really is. Like, who... How high was the guy that came up with Polka Dot Man? Well, not as high as someone else that I'm about to reference that was in the movie. But I bet you didn't really recognize so, so remember when they were getting Polka Dot Man out of his cell and they were taking that thing off of his neck and walking him out? Yes. So there's these two other prisoners that like make fun of him that show up and like one has um, letters written on his forehead. Yes. So that's the, the, the calendar man. That's calendar man who is yeah. like such a like a what? He's obsessed with calendar dates and does things on certain days and that's like i think the dumbest dc character now that i know like polka dot man and like what he can do and and everything i'm like calendar man like what the fuck are you even in jail for like what do you what are you doing like what what did you do to get into prison right did you rip out people's planners think like what Uh, like when they make these villains in comic book movies it's like okay what what are you doing? That is the silliest concept I've ever heard of. Well, that was also perfect for this movie was because when you look at all the other DC movies, they have such like strong villains and their their backstories are so dark and they're just like brooding and they want to take over or do something yes. carbot. But in Suicide Squad, they're just so silly that you're like, is this going to work? And then they all just kind of are silly and evil and whatever we're together just kind of works yeah and that's the whole point of suicide squad it's supposed to be a mashup of this weird rogues gallery coming together for a common goal and that's what james gunn did and it was glorious it really was and i still can't believe how much i love king shark king shark is num 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 it was uh, hot so take good. king shark is the shark version of Kevin Malone. Just saying. From The Office. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can... The way they talk. I can see that. Why, when why when Kevin does his little, <laughs> I'm going to make words more efficient. And he's mm-hmm. like, I go see world. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, my God. King Shark is Kevin Malone, but with a sly accent. And the funny thing is, is that I didn't know that Sylvester Stallone did the voice for King Shark. Oh, my God. He said, like, 18 words in the entire movie and probably got paid $12 million. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know, but, like, now that I think about it, is it num, a, num? a perfect cast because his voice just by saying num num. Oh, he has a no very, very distinct, deep. Yes. A gravelly voice, I guess you would say. I don't even um, mm. I don't even know how you would <laughs> describe his voice. Yeah. But I love how they made him like not look threatening. He just had like this dad bod of a shark. Oh, he was so cute. He was, he was <laughs> as cute as a button. <laughs> and the fact that when um the the woman that can control rats was like sleeping and he like picked her up and was about to eat her. Oh my god, yeah. And he's like num num. <laughs> I'm like you can't num, eat num. your friends, King Shark. You can't I'm do sorry. it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh yeah, I loved King. Um, I, I can't wait to show my wife this movie. She's gonna die when she sees King Shark. Uh another character that we should talk about is Viola Davis's character who just is Monster. Monster. Yeah, that's exactly Jesus. the word I was gonna <laughs> Yep. Good lord. You know what scares me is there are people like that in the real world. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. But, I mean, in the movie, she plays it to a T, and it's perfect. Yeah. But a horrible yeah. human being. Out of all the, after, out of all the characters in, in this movie, she scared me the most. She's the most deadly. She is the most deadly. Her, But, like, like casting Viola Davis in that role was perfect because she... It, she can play that. I don't, I don't know if you ever watched like How to Get Away with Murder, but she plays such a strong character like that. Where I'm like, oh yeah, definitely. Like, you get chills it's, it's, watching her, and you're like, oh, this is evil. Like she looks so innocent. She's just this nice middle aged looking lady mm-hmm. who's just you know professional looking, and then she's like, oh, by the way, I'm gonna put your daughter in federal pound me in the ass prison. Oh yeah, it's like okay, mm-hmm. um, and then I'm gonna blow your effing head off. Oh yeah, like if anyone, like, oh, if anyone deviated uh, okay. from the, uh, if anyone deviated from the the mission, she was like already opening up the thing to blow them up. I was like, relax, man. Get, like, give them a second. Like, they're gonna go and save this town, to save the city. You're just gonna oh, blow God. them up at ugh. at the climax of that movie when, and I know this probably hits you right in the feels when the whole team came together and they wanted to be good. And then they start walking towards uh, Starro. Yep. And then Viola's like, I'm going to blow your effing head off. Yeah, and they yep. said, go for it. Yeah, that, that Horrible was... Horrible human being. Yeah, I... I, I that was... I respected her role. I, I respect, like, the actress that in was the probably role. One of the most, that was probably one of the most intense scenes I've seen in a long time in a movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, just, yep. with a, just with a human screaming at someone. Yeah, like she was just going ape shit. Yeah, I very scared of her. Very scared of like what she could have done. Just like ended everyone's lives and then had that you know starfish just take over. You know, like. But you y- you understood that the Americans were part of it, so I get why she was like. Yeah, not that forward. was that was a little twisty turny at the end there. Yes, that, and it just. Like, uh, kind of, back, just back to Viola. Like, that makes it kind of scary that there's probably someone in charge of our world right now that is like that person. 
Oh yeah, they're all like they're never like interns. They're always like the president, <laughs> the CEO. It's never Greg from sales. <laughs> no, it's always someone in in power that can actually do something, and that's what scares me. But, um, but this movie as a whole, I, I I tell you what, I was thoroughly impressed. Yeah. Again, yep. I I went into this with no expectations because I'm I'm. Unpopular opinion. I'm a Marvel fan. Okay, not a huge fan of DC. Yeah, it's and and obviously but. it's for for reasons like we just talked about. DC is too serious, too dark. Too dark. Where Marvel it's, it's, can j- now, granted, joke and, and play. And granted, I'm on record of saying I'm a huge Batfleck guy. I think Ben Affleck's a hell of a Batman. The movies he's been in, not exactly fantastic. But him as uh, Batman, yeah. Sign, shut up and take my money. Um, mm-hmm. But this just seems like the potential door opener for DC to get back in the ring with Marvel and say, "All right, we can stand toe to toe." I like, if they can take if they can take this and what is the next movie they they got coming out? Flash movie. If they can yep. make Flash anything like this and put Batfleck and Michael freaking Keaton in there. Who knows? Maybe Rob Pattinson. Maybe Christian Bale. Oh my god. I shut up, take my money. <laughs> I would I would love if like I would love nothing more in the world if DC was like Marvel. If all their movies were coming out and they were fun, they were good, they were all connecting. Like, that would be great because not only would we have Marvel movies, we would also have another set of superhero movies that aren't tied and you can enjoy those as well, but I just can't get on board with Justice League and Martha and Aquaman. Yeah, I can't they, I just can't do it. Even Wonder Woman to an extent, sure they're fun, but I just it's just so serious all the time. Yeah, well, I I I like the first Wonder Woman. The second one, eh, it it lost me. Yeah, the I, Justice it, League. It was, it was trying to it, be fun in the second one. That's that's the, the issue. The the Justice League was not very good. I will say yeah. the the Snyder cut of the Justice League was significantly better than the original, but even that was still. I I don't know. They just seem so forced. Like they're mm-hmm. just trying too hard. It's like they they got out of the gate way after Marvel was already into their MCU, and they're like, we want to put a mash together movie. We want an ensemble cast. They did it too they early. Just it. They did it way too early. Like what Marvel did yeah. was they had. Iron Man, then Thor, then Captain America, and they all had their own movies, and then it built up to this giant Avengers movie. Yeah, and that was over 12 years, and uh, mm-hmm. DC tried to do it over, I don't know, 12 months. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's like, wait, who's Cyborg? Wait, why why, are we, why is Aquaman part of this? Like, how is he, you know what I mean? It's like, it made no sense. Yeah. Now, I will say the best thing they did was Jason Momoa as uh, Aquaman. Yeah, I like him as Aquaman. Uh, yeah. Aquaman is not a character that's going to strike fear into the heart of the average Joe. So yeah, might as well make him a <laughs> jacked up, tatted, long-haired sex machine. I, are you talking about the <laughs> uh, the Aquaman that we're used to from the Justice League TV, the com, the cartoon? Uh, yes. <laughs> the orange and green? Oh my god. Uh, yes. Yeah. AKA every other Aquaman in the history of Aquaman. Oh yeah, he is not threatening whatatsoever just a white guy with blonde he hair and you're like are you, are you kidding me i am i am hopeful for the future of the dc movie franchise yeah i hope they, uh, they i think see shazam this. 
Yeah. Two. What is it? Shazam Two is filming right now, yep. and then Black Adam. Or are they the same movie? I'm not 100 percent on that. I think it's Shazam Two and then Black Adam. Yeah, I think they're different movies, but they're I they're, think they're so tied too. together. Um, I know that The Rock is the only movie actor in superhero movies that does not eat padding in his costume. I saw those pictures. <laughs> uh, Jesus, he's also eating all the steroids. Y- yeah, um, and tilapia. I I hope yeah a lot of tilapia. I hope that <laughs> what DC is when they, when they see. James Gunn's uh, Suicide Squad and they see like Shazam in the past. I hope they take that and they look at their scripts and they go, you know what? Maybe we take out. Let's get a second opinion. Yeah. Like, you know <laughs> what? They, uh, the fans seem to really love like music and like nice action. Oh, if you scenes. have a banger of a soundtrack, the fans will love it. Yeah. And I hope they, they take this like not with a grain of salt and not like, a, Oh, here, that's a cool one off. Like here's, you know, Justice League 2. Like, I hope they really step back and they go, you know what? If we change up Flashpoint and we make, like, the Flash not that's so serious because it, it's a goofy character. He's running through time to change time. Uh, uh, yes, yes, uh, yes. I will say that I think they did a fairly good job. I just don't like the actor personally. Uh, but they Flash? did a fairly good job of, yeah, it, uh, what is this? Uh, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Ezra Miller? Yes. I just don't like him personally, but they did a good job of making him like semi goofy. Yeah, like kind of like but nerdy just, and, and nerdy and, like and quirky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I I just don't like the actor, but they did a good job of trying to portray him as I I think because I'm a huge fan of the CW Barry Allen. I was okay, so you're gonna hate me. From you're gonna hate me. Here it comes. Oh God! Okay, so son of a bitch. What I what I also think takes DC and and brings it down a notch. Oh, here that's fine. I know what you're gonna say. Are the, are the DC are the CW shows? Yes, they they definitely do because I've seen some. Epi- I've seen some, I've seen like three seasons of Arrow. I've seen some Flash, Supergirl. Oh, some of them are horrible. And oh my God, why are they so serious? Trying to make tornadoes out of your hands, like. What do you? What do you? I, I I'm not a fan. I like at all. Some of them the TV shows. are extremely corny. I loved Flash, but there are a couple episodes and a handful of seasons that I'm like, what in the <laughs> f is going on here? Yeah. I also loved mm-hmm. Arrow, and there's a couple seasons and episodes. Where I'm like, what in the f is going on, Ollie? Yeah. I. What are we doing? I think. I think having that universe is putting a bad taste in people's mouths to go see a DC movie. Cause they're uh, like, yes, is this going to be just as corny? You know? I mean, if they, if those universes would have existed on a streaming platform instead of like, you know, the CW, the CW. Yeah. I would say there's not CW. It's CW. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I agree that it would be better because yeah. it's the CW, like W, whatever it is. It's not, not a, it's a, like a, a kid-friendly network, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it's, well, I mean, they're, it's not a kid-friendly network, but I doubt they're getting the biggest budget like uh, Daredevil got on Netflix, you know? And that was, I think we all can agree that that was a phenomenal show. Yeah, and that's that's the difference between the shows is you have the CW, I'm going to say CW moving forward. You have the CW, <laughs> Arrow, and um, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl, and then you have the Marvel um, Netflix series, and then you also have like that Loki and WandaVision that are just blowing things out of the water. It's, it's literally like 
a brand name versus the Dollar Tree version. Yes, that's exactly and what it is. That's I, that is what it is, and I'm a fan of both to to an extent. Like I like Arrow and Flash. Yeah, but I can recognize that throughout the series, there's some things where I'm like, <laughs> if if I was just tuning in, I would not stick it out. I think that's where like I, I fell off because I didn't atrocious start atrocious at some point. I didn't start from the beginning like a lot of people did. I would like see clips of like season My name season is Barry four, Allen, and, and I'm the fastest <laughs> man alive. And every season, someone's like, "But I'm faster." No, and then have to go back in time well, and be faster. And you're like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> I don't care." The biggest problem with that show is it's it's just wash repeat. It's just the same thing over and over again. Yeah, it's like, oh, reverse flash is good. Reverse flash is bad. Reverse flash is good. Reverse flash is bad. Oh, here's King Shark. Here's here's Oliver, and it's just like, all right, beautiful. Yeah, we went on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did go on a tangent, but okay. So overall, what would you rate Suicide Squad? And are uh, you excited for the future of DC? Uh, uh yes. Um, I'm going upper eights at least. Maybe even a nine point one. I loved this movie. Yeah, there was very little I didn't like about it. There was one thing very early on in the movie where I was like, oh, "That's stupid," and it was so minute and minuscule that I forgot it. <laughs> so I'm going nine point one, uh, without a doubt. There we go. And what about yourself? Uh, yeah, I, I don't go. I don't use like a point system, but I go. I would go a nine out of ten, and. I'm pretty harsh when it comes to rating movies, but this was yes. so much fun. It was, it was fun. Like it wasn't even just like a good movie. It was fun. Like you were not to sound like a nerd, but it felt like you were just in a roller coaster, just going whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh yeah, and up and down, up and down. I was I was laughing so hard, especially in the scene right in the beginning where Viola Davis's characters telling the team about the um the mission and Idris Elba turns to like King Shark and he's like we're all gonna die and then Polka Dot Man goes I sure hope so and he just, he's just like god damn it <laughs> like <laughs> this is I was dying I was there like, were yep. so many spot on ter- uses of that term in this movie yeah we're just being like oh, god damn it yeah um in like the most <laughs> random time and you're like it fits and it just worked beautifully. Yeah. I, um, yeah. Nine out, nine out of 10s across the board here. Um, I mean, I am after seeing this, I'm more hopeful than I was about the DC extended universe. Oh, me too. 100%. I feel like the only thing that could negatively happen, which I would kind of like to see happen is if they release the ire cut of the suicide squad. I really hope they don't because I think this one is the superior version. I, I know, I know it, but that's just the Jerry Little fanboy in me. Um, I know it would probably do not good services to the entire DC EU. No, no, it won't. But part of me really wants to see. I mean, Jesus, they filmed like three hours worth of Jared Leto Joker film, and we got eight minutes. It's out there somewhere, folks. <laughs> it's on a hard drive. And it's on a hard drive. Director's and desk. Son of a bitch, I want to see it. Well, the, the problem with that was the Warner Brothers, the studio, had so much control over that movie. Well, yeah, that was... Um, that they didn't touch James Gunn's version and vision uh, of no. his movie. That's the, that's the difference. I know. Well, I think, I think the real problem was it was... That movie was coming out at like the height of the 
like awakening and the Me Too thing. And uh, well, uh, Jared Little Joker was a little aggressive towards Harley. Yeah, that that definitely and, and that's could play uh, yeah. like uh, and by aggressive I mean abusive. And that's when they stepped in and like, whoa, well, let's reshoot this thing. And well, that's when they got that turd sandwich known as Suicide Squad. Yeah. I mean, they don't have and, they don't have to have those scenes in there, but they could have just like shot different scenes and had yeah, Jared Little be there more. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows what's happening, so you can just allude to it. You don't have to show it, you know. Yeah, and he's the Joker. He literally has no morals and no soul. So if they like made reference to, oh yeah, he like abused her, but yeah, I I I, I get it. I mean, I'm not a, I just I'm not a fan of. The original Suicide Squad. I love this one. I love uh, no, how fun with no, this. I, but. And I went into that one because I am a, on record. I, I love Jared Leto. Yeah. I, I'm a huge fan. I love his acting. I love his, his music. And I was like, he's the Joker. I'm in. This is awesome. And then that movie came out and I was like, what did I just watch? You saw like the face hats in the grill. This, yeah. Like when the tr- when the first trailer came out, and he was like, "I'm gonna hurt you really, really bad." I was like, "All right, I'm, okay, uh, maybe, maybe I can do that." Um, and then the movie came out, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, what the fuck did I just watch?" But it, it was also right around like obviously anything after the Joker we saw in The Dark Knight. I feel it was gonna be hard to get someone else to fill <laughs> Heath Ledger's. Uh, yeah. Like it was doomed. Uh, yeah. It was doomed right from the start. That, uh, I honestly think. Now I don't want to sound like a fanboy, but I think he would make for. Or you gotta go, you gotta redact this, some stuff here. You gotta get rid of the face tats and the grill. One hundred percent. That was so I, stupid. One hundred percent. I I like to think that someone making decisions would say no. That's stupid. Well, no. <laughs> that's the studio going. Oh, people like want to see that. <laughs> Yeah, people want to see face tats with a J, thinking he's like, you know, I, I, I don't even know. I have no idea. Yeah, but I like to think that if you give him the opportunity, which never happened because it's already it's already gone, but you take away the face tats, take away the grill, give him a decent backstory. I think he would make for a hell of a Joker. Yeah, but we got the hell of a Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, so. Well, yeah, yeah. That I mean, but but is that really like that's not the Joker? That's not. That's not or is that like a one-off? That's a one-off, which was a perfect. Yeah, exactly. Is perfect. Like good. I'm so happy they did a one-off. Like I wanted like, that story, but perfect. Okay, so who's gonna be uh, Robert Pattinson's Joker? Because you can't have Batman without a Joker. We know this. Yeah. So is it gonna be Jared Leto? Is it gonna be Joaquin Phoenix? Because there's a little bit of an age gap between Pattinson and Joaquin Phoenix. There's also a little bit of an age gap between Pattinson and Leto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. I think Leto is older than Joaquin Phoenix, honestly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I I don't know. I would like to see Joaquin Phoenix because I think that his Joker was more... Eh, I don't know. It was it was less cartoony. It was more grounded, which was yeah, I feel a like nice touch. Yeah, I feel like Joaquin's was just a more of a burn it to the fucking... Gr- well, that was... Mm, yeah, I feel like Joaquin was more of a just cynical burn it to the ground but he was also a, a like a character like a someone that you can see on the street and you you can just bypass and wouldn't think anything that was that's the know, scary just part. Be like, oh that's a that's a guy who may or may not be having a horrible day yeah but when you see 
Jared Leto with damage tattooed on his forehead and grills and oh, a in a furry the coat and you're like tattoo. you're like are you kidding me like when did you go uh, to the tattoo shop and get got damaged? away with so much they could have got away with so many things with that weird setup for him but the damage tattoo across the forehead <laughs> Jesus yeah. I would have I I could have I could have foregone the grill and the J on the cheek but the damaged across the forehead <laughs> It just like, made how does, no sense. How how does no one step in and say, "Hey, cut"? This we, is remove pretty freaking stupid. Just remove it. <laughs> um, just cut it out of there. Oh, jeez. Well, anyway, besides Jeez, we went on a tangent. Yeah, besides besides shitting on the original Suicide Squad, I do want to now finally dive into twenty questions. And yes. I know it's it's all it's in my all. Week. Overall, folks, we thoroughly loved, 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 loved. The new Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Please check it out. HBO Max is only available for the next <clears throat> 30 days. So get it yeah, while it's 29 on. days. Yes. So for tonight's 20 questions. All right. Howard, I'm nervous. you are up, sir. I'm nervous. Um, I know last, last time we did music ones. Um, any hints before we start here? Um, it is not music related. It's not music related. There we go. Perfect. Um, all right. Uh, I guess I'll start. Did this movie come out in the nineties? Um, yes. Okay. Is this a comedy? Yes. Okay. Does this have a, um, a sequel? Is it a, is it a sequel? Like does it have a bunch of other No. No. Okay. Um, does it have a big name? Actor or actress in it? Multiple. Multiple. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, is this an action movie? No. Uh, five. Okay. Five questions. Okay. Nineties. Nineties comedy with a bunch of people in it, and it's. Is this a superhero movie? No. No. Six. Okay. Nice try. <laughs> Sorry, I thought we were, uh, were connecting. Um, no, not connecting. All right. Was this um, nominated for any Academy Awards? Uh, very highly doubt it. Very highly doubt it. Very highly doubt it. Okay. Is this um, is this based off of anything? A book or um, TV show? Uh, no. No. <clears throat> Not to my knowledge. Okay. Okay. But I very highly doubt it. Okay. Um, does does this movie take place? In a city, um, like not in like the suburbs. It takes place in like New York or L.A., something like that. Um, I don't uh, no, I I don't think that's applicable. Okay, okay. It's definitely not in Manhattan. It's definitely not in Manhattan. Okay, this is like a, a city, a downtown. It's not in a downtown like that. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um. Does this does this take place uh, in I'm trying to think of nineties comedy? Does this take place in at like at a work setting? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, about half of, half of the movie, maybe. Okay, um, probably about half of it. Is everyone that was like the main stars? Is everyone still living today? 
um, uh, yeah. Is that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, I was thinking maybe. Yeah, I mean, there's like four or five main actors and actresses that I'm thinking of, and I think they're all alive still. Yeah, we're good. Okay, sorry. I was thinking of Tommy. Yeah, Boy. you're at tw- you're at uh, eleven questions. Yeah, I was thinking of Tommy Boy. So that's. Oh, I do love Tommy that's Boy. Maybe maybe that wrong. guy, <laughs> little girl. Yep, Richard. <laughs> um, Herbie Hancock. Um. He played for one of the Spankies. <laughs> um, all right, back to, all right, back to reality. Back to reality here. Um, does. So this movie doesn't have sequels, you said. Um, is this is this an animated movie? No. No. Seventeen. Okay. Uh, Twelve. Okay. No. Uh, I think we're thirteen, actually. Thirteen. Yes. Um. Jesus. <laughs> um. Is Johnny Depp in this movie? <laughs> uh no. Okay, I had to throw it out there. He was in a lot of nice movies, I think. Ah, oh, jeez. Um, is this a? Does this have any sort of romance? Say that again. Does this have any sort of romance? Um. Uh, I mean, it's not like a romantic comedy, but there's sex in it. Fifteen. Okay, there's there's sex in it. Um, is is this like take place with teens? Teens? Yeah, like a like a high school, college. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Okay, sixteen. Does it's not a musical? You said. Um, no, definitely not a musical. Definitely not a musical. Does this have like? <sighs> Wait, no, never mind. Because that would be based off of SNL. It's not Night at the Roxbury. Um, <laughs> what is love? Yeah, love? yeah, yeah. Baby, don't hurt me. Hurt me. Oh my! No oh my God! Um, is this? Does this movie? Um, is it fantasy? Nope. No. Okay. Seventeen. Oh man, I am, I am striking out two weeks, two weeks I in a see row. This. I, uh, okay. Oh man, but I slaughtered earlier. Oh, you, you did, you did. Um, I did. Okay, let's think. Here. It is very hard on that side of the equation, though. Oh yeah, it is. It is so hard. Um, when you get a couple beers in you yeah. and you start thinking about these deep questions. I mean, I also gave you a pretty big hint. I said it was a musical. Uh, yeah, that that dead right gave it away. Oh yeah. So what's what's my hint? I'm at 17 questions. Um, I guess this is a workplace environment. This is a workplace environment. That's the general gist of it. Okay. Well, yeah. Is it office space? Nope. Okay. I believe you have my deepler. <laughs> that was that was the movie I was thinking about before, <laughs> but. I mean, obviously, there's. It, it takes place outside of the workplace, but one of the main focuses of the movie is this person's workplace. So okay, I'm at what eighteen questions? You are at eighteen questions. DSC Ocho. Okay. Um, 
Is this movie uh, black and white? <laughs> no, it's in color, you idiot. Okay, okay. So, I, I, <laughs> all right, I'll give I was you. Th- a I was thinking this movie. You got one question left. Okay. This movie stars one of my all-time favorite actors. Probably my n- top three all-time favorite actors. Stars one of your top. Maybe even top two. Oh my god. All time. Whatever he's in, I'll watch it. I don't care what it's on, what it is, I'll watch it. Shit, I gave it away, it's a he. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> Hence when I said actor. <laughs> uh shit. I have I have one more one more question, right? Yep. I have one more question and a guess, or is this my guess? I mean, you're at 19 guesses right now, so or 19 questions right now. Okay. Um, okay, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you two more. Okay. Okay. Feeling generous. Then we got to wrap this up. So hurry it up. Yeah, I know. Um, all right, I have two. I have two guesses here. I feel like one of them's gonna be wrong. Uh, is it Clerks? Eh. Jesus. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't know my favorite actor was freaking uh, uh, Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm thinking of like workplace '90s comedies. I didn't say it was a workplace. I said it, a large portion revolves around his work. A large portion revolves around his work in the '90s comedy. Uh. No. A 97 comedy. Last guess. A 97. One. I'm giving you five seconds. Five. Um, four. Three. Is it, is it Goodwill Hunting? Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. Okay. Jesus. It is not Good hunt, Goodwill Hunting, but it stars a man by the name of James Carey, and it is called... Liar, liar. liar. Yeah, liar. that's that's I was going Okay, so one of the questions <laughs> I was going to ask was is Jim Carrey in this movie? And <laughs> that would have I, fucked me in the face. And then we started talking and I forgot the question. <laughs> oh, that yeah. oh. If so facto, you probably should have asked that question, but No, because okay, so I was thinking of 90s comedies and I thought of right away He's in all of right them. away I thought of The Truman Show. But that one is sort of fantasy, and I thought of Ace Ventura, but that one has sequels. So I just kind of scrapped Jim Carrey, not realizing that <laughs> also maybe Liar Liar is up there as well. Oh, man. Phenomenal movie. Uh, God, Good feel God movie. damn it. I love Liar Liar. The best bloopers of all time. Oh, yeah. I love when he's trying to, like, write on his face, and he's like... And all those bloopers uh, yes. that are associated with that. Yes. Oh. He's like, the goddamn pen is blue. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's such a good movie. Anyways, Andrew, where can people find us? The people can find us on the Twitter machine, at Reviews and Booze. I know, you're super active on there. You can also find us on Instagram, where we post a few posts daily of what we're watching, reading, playing, at Reviews N, the letter N, Booze. Um, please follow us. Um, yeah, shoot us a DM if you want us to talk about any movies, any music, games, what have you. Where we are open for it, we love doing this. 
um, yeah. Open to any suggestions. Yeah. Any and all suggestions. Yeah. Rate us five stars. Um, share. Um, it, we, we, we love doing Help. this. Give us a follow. Yeah, give us a follow. Follows go a long way in this world. Yeah, it really does. Uh, we, we love putting out this content, and we hope that you guys love listening to us. So with that, I bid you adieu. A good night, everyone. Nighty night. <laughs>